I run for its money, but I will do my best here tonight on the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show, the show where we educate men and women about sexual health, how it relates to overall health, making relationships the best they can be. I am Maureen McGrath. I am your host. I'm a registered nurse. I am a clinician. I am a researcher. I am now a Huffington Post blogger. So, um... Don't, you better not talk to me because I just might write a blog about you. In fact, the blog that was accepted by Huffington Post was based on a question I received from a friend of mine who was tired of me talking about vaginas. Oh, well, I showed him. And uh, anyway, and I actually ran into a, another friend of mine tonight, and I said, oh, yeah, I'm, uh, yes, I, I am a Huffington Post blogger. And um, remember that blog I wrote about you? Well, I'm going to submit that one to Huffington Post as well. Anyway, got a bit nervous. Don't get nervous. No need to. This is just about sex. We don't have to worry. That said, listener discretion is advised. I suggest you put the children to bed unless they're 35 and you haven't launched them yet. Then keep them in the room and hopefully they will not sap every single dollar from your wallet. Um, I have a few shout outs that I owe. Uh, I It's a, I a long time owe to my friend Dick from Seattle. Shout out to Dick. Thank goodness he's not running for president because then we'd have to call him the blank. Anyway, uh, I also want to say hello to Catherine from Northern Ireland. She Facebook messaged me yesterday telling me that she listens to the show on podcast. You can listen to the show on the SoundCloud as well. Just go to CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Um, so that's so great knowing my Irish sisters are listening. Well, one anyway. Um, she's not actually related to me. Well, none of us are related, but <laughs> no, we're all related. Anyway, forget it. That went bad. Um, but anyway, nice to uh, have at least some representation listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show over there in Ireland. I also want to say hello to the rental car guy, Alfonso S. from Budget. Thank you so much for the upgrade to the Escalade, although it felt a bit like a minivan, I must say. Um, And I'm really sorry that your marriage did not work out, but um, that was not why I asked. The reason I asked if you were married is because if you were married, I thought you might want to let your, not tell your wife that you were listening to the sex show. Anyway, I know I was judging and I didn't need to be, but sorry that uh, the marriage didn't work out nonetheless. Uh, Tonight on the program, have a great program because I have some fabulous guests I have Dr. Kevin McLeod in studio with me tonight. He's going to be talking about the Health Forum that he's hosting at the Pinnacle Hotel in North Vancouver. Yes, Justin Trudeau is there today. So you will want to go to that Health Forum, not only because it's fantastic, but because the potentially the leader, the future prime minister of our country would have stepped on that ground. So I would suggest you go there. Um, also, Lynn, the lifestyle mentor, joins us. She's a, been a guest here on the program in the past, and she's going to talk to us about ways you can improve that time you spend in the bedroom or out of the bedroom or wherever you decide to do it. That's fantastic. But I would like to start with your email. You know, I get a lot of um, emails from a lot of guys, okay? (laughs) I can't read all of them on air. Um, Occasionally women email me, but not really. It's mostly the men. Um, And some of them I can't actually read. Sometimes I have to report it to the police, but anyway, it's all good fun. So keep those emails coming. Um, but this gentleman spawned a whole new idea for me, so I wanted to read um, his email to you. But first, did you know it's not only pre-election day, but it is International Menopause Day? And to that end, I, I have mentioned it before, but I'm hosting a threesome, a hot flash in the city, three cities, three speakers, three events. 
threesomes, whatever. Um, and that's going to be November 17, 18, and 19. The first one is in West Vancouver at the K Meek Center. The second one is out at Coquitlam at the Evergreen Center. And the third one is here in Vancouver at the Scotia Theater. So today you get $10 off if you uh, want to purchase your tickets today on Eventbrite. So just go to eventbrite.ca slash hotflash in the city and put in the promo code hot, of course. Because being hot is important. Um, because you're probably hot, but it's also important, you know, if you're hot, that's good. Anyway, <laughs> if you're a hot guy, if you're, if you're a hot guy, that's even better for me. Um, anyway, I'll tell you about my contractor later. No, I'll tell you now. I actually have this contractor. He's doing some renovation. I had a couple of things that needed to be done. And then, like, he's so hot. I'm like, okay, I can think of a few more jobs for you. But I told him that I gave him a shout-out on the on the show, and he's like, oh, th- in his French and English and Italian mix of an accent, he said to me, um, oh, that is, so, that is so nice of you. Thank you. But what I didn't, what I failed to mention is that I never actually talked about his contracting ability. I just talked about how good-looking he was. And then a friend of mine said to me, you know, I'm going to need that contractor when you're done with him. And I said, I will not be finished with him until about 2025. So, you know, look for somebody else. <laughs> anyway... Um, funny enough, I just keep finding all of these jobs for him to do. Um, anyway, so if you're hot and you want to go to that menopause, uh, I mean, hot flash in the city menopause event, it's going to be a great night. Cocktails, health education, shopping, you can ask all your questions about menopause, perimenopause, the years leading up to menopause. It can begin at age 37 for some women. Uh, there's lots of, um, symptoms, for example, mood fluctuations, heart palpitations, not the good kinds, um, night sweats, hot flashes, vaginal dryness, uh, leg pains, joint pains, foot pains, mood issues, lots of things. So you want to find out the latest and the greatest and how to live your best life at that time because a lot of women get increased vitality or they can get increased vitality at that age. Sometimes a woman's libido drops even further than it already did drop. So don't blame menopause, but you'll be able to lift that libido back up if you attend this event. So anyway, here I received this email and three, he actually sent me the same message three times in a row. I'm sorry. Yes, I didn't answer you right away, but I was thinking, I was thinking about something. And so I'm, he's asked me to read this at the beginning of the show, which I'm doing right now, very shortly. And he says, hi, Maureen, I'm 35 male Caucasian. I'm a loyal listener of your show. I'm athletic, 8 out of 10 in looks, 5'10". Here's the clincher. And I suffer from a serious chronic pain condition which causes extreme head pains, so it makes going out clubbing very difficult. However, I'd still like to meet up with someone for something casual. FWB. Friends with benefits. I'm a loyal listener of your show. Couldn't you help me out by asking if any of your listeners would be interested in meeting me to see to see this is serious to see if she would be interested in what I'm looking for. I'm a loyal listener. (laughs) Hope you can help me out. Perhaps you could mention me at the start of one of your shows. Thanks. Bill. Thanks, Bill. I love this email, even though it took you three times to write it for me to respond um, because it gave me a great idea. So if you're out there, this woman who wants to meet this guy who has chronic head pains, um, extreme head pains and can't go to a club, I might suggest, Bill, that you attend this health forum in North Vancouver uh, and get some help for your chronic head 
pains, your extreme head pains, uh, it might be more beneficial to help yourself and help the condition. But you know what? I digress. That's not my business. I will say this, that uh, what this did for me was, (laughs) that didn't sound right. Um, It spawned an idea. I'm always thinking. I have a wild imagination in case you haven't guessed that by now. But I met somebody on LinkedIn. Well, I didn't meet anybody on LinkedIn, but there's a connection that I have. His name is Eddie Baller, and he is a men's dating coach. And so I thought, wow, a men's dating coach, that's amazing. And so he's going to give you advice on how to date. Not necessarily you, Bill. It doesn't necessarily sound like you need any because you don't want to date. You just want a friend with some benefits. But I'm going to have Eddie Baller here next week, and he's going to... Um, offer his services, which are really expensive. So I asked him to give this to me for free. And he's going to put this invitation out to three men. He's going to coach three men who agree to his services. He just, I I don't know what the men's dating coach services are, but um, he's going to go around with you either in the afternoon or the evening and help you to meet women or men if you want to, whomever you want to meet, whatever. I don't care. And he's going to give you this advice, and he has all these testimonials. People pay him a lot of money to do this. And so three lucky people get to lucky listeners who maybe are having trouble. You know, this is a serious issue, actually. Like, you could be dating and just be, like, saying the stupidest things or, you know, being a complete loser or whatever. But this guy can help you. It's therapeutic. And um, and you could perhaps be doing this all wrong all this time so he's going to help you and i think it's a really cool idea and bill you spawned that idea for me so thank you so much i do hope somebody calls in uh that wants to meet you a guy with chronic headaches who's eight out of ten don't forget self-described good looking um so if you do want to meet him you can call me 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell but you might want to keep this private i understand that so you can email me sextalk at cknw.com when i return dr kevin mcleod joins me in the studio and we're going to talk seriously serious business about health i am maureen mcgrath you are listening to the cknw sunday night sex show Welcome back. I am on your side, Bill. In case you're just joining us now, Bill is looking for somebody out there who wants to have, he just wants to have a friend with benefits. No problem. That's fine. No big deal. You can email me, sextalk at cknw.com. You can give me a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. At the moment, we're going to get a little serious. We're not going to get political here. We're going to get animal. No. <laughs> I, did I say we're going to get serious? Yes, we are, in fact. Uh, joining me in the studio is... Dr. Kevin McLeod. He is an internal medicine specialist at Lionsgate Hospital. And for those of you White Horse listeners, he goes up there every six weeks and helps you with your problems. But he's hosting a public health forum, which drew my attention. It's going to be over at the Pinnacle Hotel in North Vancouver on October 31st. And if you email me, sextalk at cknw.com, or you can email the fine doctor and we'll give you his email. Actually, we're going to, I'll give you the uh, website. Um, I'm giving out free tickets tonight so to that event. It's going to be a great event. I am going to be there. I don't go to any events, uh, but I'm going to go to that one because it's so important. Welcome to the studio, Dr. McLeod. Thank you, Maureen. Oh, great to have you here. Yeah, no, thank you, and thanks for doing this because, um, you know, we did this forum last year, and, and it's something we're hoping to do every year. And, and one thing that I think we don't do a good job at as physicians is educating our patients, right? So it tends to be that rushed four-minute visit in the office, and, and this is something where we can actually spend a bit more time and get a few hundred people out and, and talk about topics that matter to people. So 
Exactly. And people will have the time to ask the questions that they would have loved to have asked their internal medicine specialist had they remembered, because people often don't write their questions down, so they're not that organized, (laughs) or they're nervous, and they have forgotten. Uh, Or they hear somebody else may have asked a question, and they might think, you know what, I wondered about that myself. And I have a few questions for you to begin with, if you don't mind. I'm more than happy to try All to right. answer them. It's about a 1,000 or so. You don't mind, do you? That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Obum, uh, the NBA basketball player, uh, it is reported, uh, there he in the news and the media, it's reported that he has an addiction issue. He also went to a brothel over the weekend. Um, and where he was alleged to have consumed sexual enhancement supplements. Now, they're allegedly natural, and the term natural is not a regulated term. So as I say, anything can be called natural. What do you as a physician think about some of these supplements, and what are the risks people take? I'm not necessarily saying that that those supplements that he allegedly took contributed to his cardio. Uh, respiratory arrest or whatever he experienced. But what what's your overall take on supplements? Well, cocaine is definitely not a good supplement to take. That's not a good one. <laughs> you know, I think I think part of the problem, you're right, anything can be called a natural product, right? And there are some very good natural products out there. But, you know, you got to be sure what's in these things, right? Look where they're manufactured. Look at all the different ingredients. Sometimes even the ingredients listed on the product are not what's actually in there, right? So, you know, I'll see patients where they take a a thyroid or an adrenal supplement and it's it's some animals ground up adrenal gland or ground up thyroid so you don't really know what's in that um, and it always makes me a little bit nervous so you know I think you got to be careful what you're taking is that going adrenals I'm so glad you said that because there's so much out there I mean I know a million women who have been diagnosed with adrenal insufficiency or overwork. They, they don't know if their cortisol levels are up or down, but it, they, it's been diagnosed as stress and they are given cortisol supplements or adrenal supplements. What do you think of those? You know, there, there are some people who have adrenal insufficiency. It, it, it is a real medical problem. Um, I think a lot of people might be given that label and then sold the supplement it always makes me nervous if the person who's giving you your diagnosis is also selling you the product to These fix are, it. This is what right? I'm talking about. It's They've all been diagnosed with this. But tell me the actual symptoms of adrenal insufficiency. Well, adrenal insufficiency, usually you're going to feel weak. Your blood pressure might be low. You may not have the ability to respond to an infection. Um, you know, adrenal insufficiency or complete adrenal insufficiency or Addison's disease is not that common, right? Exactly. So these are generally women who have a few children. They work inside and outside of the home. They are on boards. They are volunteering. They are making cookies for the bake sale. They are going out for dinners and they're having dinners with, you know, for 10 people. They are doing it all. They're not having sex with their partners. I know that too because they tell me that. Mm -hmm. They are absolutely depleted, exhausted, and they are sold a natural substance because they are told that their adrenals have shut down. Yeah, and that's that's not a biochemical problem that they have with their adrenal gland, right? I mean, that is sort of what's going on in their life, and then they've got to step back and evaluate some of that because we all are very stressed. And I think... I think we are we we are though like we we don't (laughs) spend enough time talking about stress and you know there's really good data out there that says that your risk of having a heart attack your first heart attack there's almost as much risk from stress as there is if you're a smoker so somebody who's profoundly stressed has almost the same risk as somebody who's a smoker and I see that all the time you know you see people that come in and and they've had some huge stressful event and they have a heart attack Um, so it's a big deal. 
Wow, and is it a stressful event or is it that chronicity of life's daily stresses that people get so upset about the minutia? They are upset about, I mean, I can't even, it's just ridiculous sometimes. I just think it doesn't matter. As the Irish say, any day that we look down at the grass is a good day. You know, and there's no, (laughs) there's no, (laughs) there's no problem that can't be overcome. I happen to be an eternal optimist, but I mean, people get upset about precious little, Uh, but then there are people who really have something to be upset about. You're diagnosed with a devastating medical condition or you suffered significant loss through divorce or cheating, betrayal or uh, death in the family. I mean, these are problems. Oh, yeah, for sure, right? So mm-hmm. so an acute stress can cause an event, but chronic stress, it piles up. It, it causes a problem over time, right? So. Right, right. So that's very interesting. So tell me about your the forum, um, which is, uh, I just wanted to give, the website where people can get tickets? Um, well, so there's a few things. You know, we, yeah. we've... We want to, you know, make sure that people come if they sign up. So we've we've attached a price to the ticket, but this is a nonprofit thing. And you know, if somebody can't afford the fifteen dollar ticket, show up. We'll still let you in. This is really about education. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to liberationfitness.ca, there's a thing there. You can get the tickets there. Um, there's an email address on there, or just info at liberationfitness.ca, and and we're we're happy to you know give the first twenty people that email us a, a pair of tickets. We'll mail them out to you guys. Um, it, and you it, can email me to sextalk at cknw.com. Yeah. I will forward them out to you because I then I don't have to mail them out myself because I missed Perfect. mailing some tickets <laughs> out to someone and now I owe her a vibrator. <laughs> and I'm I'm paying her cash plus a vibrator, giving her my car the whole nine yards. Anyway, so I've we're, got to We're not much giving out do. cars and we're not giving out <laughs> vibrators, but <laughs> I give out vibrators <laughs> left, so. right, and center. <laughs> I want to make this place a That's happy right. world. But, it's, you know, it's topics. We're, we're going to talk about osteoporosis. We're going to talk about atrial fibrillation, which is a heart rhythm problem. We're going to talk about diabetes. Um, we're going to talk about a, a couple's journey going through a diagnosis of lymphoma um, and just cardiovascular exercise. And then and then um, when being a woman's disadvantageous um, with heart disease. And so, you know, these are pretty good general topics that I think affect a lot of us in the community and, and come out and learn about something that may be affecting you or something somebody in your family. Exactly. Uh, atrial fibrillation is a very common condition that hugely strikes a lot so, of people yeah, and it can result so. in fatigue. It can change their exercise program because they cannot do the exercise they may have done before to keep themselves healthy and because the fatigue is overwhelming. Um, tell me about uh, women. Today's International Menopause Day, as I said, and uh, of course, bone health is really important yeah, during yeah. perimenopause and menopause and postmenopause as is um, some of the side effects from medication. Why is it um, there's more risk for women uh, with some of these medications um, that are given? There, Some of the medications that are prescribed to women have only been tested on men. It's very true. So there are some medications that have only been really tested on men, although mm-hmm. most of the big drugs that we use in cardiovascular disease or osteoporosis have been have been also tested in, in women. Well, in fact, some of the osteoporosis ones have been predominantly tested in women and less so in men. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, menopause, you know, we were talking a little bit about this off the air. Menopause is a, a big thing. It's going to affect all women out there, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Should they be so lucky as to get to that age, right? I mean, you've got to be grateful. That's right. But, you know, I mean, it, it, it does change our metabolism and all sorts of things happen when we go into menopause. So simple example, osteoporosis, right? When you hit menopause, your your bone density starts to fall about 2% a year. 
Um, and that can affect you over time, right? It puts you at increased risk of breaking a hip or spinal fractures or other fractures. And, and there's good things we can do to prevent that. And it doesn't necessarily mean taking a drug, right? I mean, it, it, even just understanding the right type of exercise to do um, which can is so, really make a big difference. Which is so important, the exercise that one does. And so I want to talk a little bit more. We're going to go to break now. And I want to talk a little bit more about bone health and some of the things people can do, perhaps vitamin D, calcium, some of those things out there. There's some controversy around those. So uh, we're going to get the real story from the real doctor who's here tonight. And, uh, and I also want to talk a little bit more about heart disease and women, especially during perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause, and estrogen and the impact. Everybody's afraid of estrogen, whether they're going to put it into their vagina or they're going to put it into their mouths or rub it on their arms. So we're going to get the real skinny on that. So uh, I'd love you to stay with me. And uh, when I come back, we're going to continue our conversation with the doctor. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I'm Maureen McGrath. Thanks for staying with me. It's always a pleasure for me to be here with you. I love doing this show. I love educating people. I am passionate about education. I think it's really important. Yesterday, I was at the West Coast Women's Show out in Abbotsford, and um, I had, there were about 75, 80 people in the crowd, and there was nobody speaking after me. And so women had asked a bunch of questions for about 10 or 15 minutes, and then they all got up and and then we realized they, they were still asking the questions as they walked away. And then I realized there's nobody um, coming to speak after me. So they all moved back and sat down. And we had about another hour conversation about questions about sexuality, intimacy, online dating. How do you know if somebody's safe? I said, you don't even know if someone's real. You have to be very, very careful about that. Um, how to meet somebody. What's the best way? There were, uh, you know, a doctor had prescribed a patient... Vagifem, a, a small tablet that's inserted into the vagina of low-dose estrogen for vaginal dryness, and which is what my Huffington blog post was about, <laughs> and my friend who brought the subject up. Um, but anyway, and she was nervous to take it, so I was able to answer those questions for her, and we just had a great conversation, and that's why education is just so important, and that is why I've invited... Dr. Kevin McLeod to join me in the studio tonight, and that's why I've asked him to stay longer so we can cover a few more of these subjects and subjects that are relevant to sexuality and your sexual health. Dr. McLeod, thanks for staying with me. So, Happy to be here. Uh, great. So you're having a public health forum next, on October 31st over at the Pinnacle Hotel. Yeah, we are. Yes, and you can go to, what's the website again? Uh, if you go to, probably the easiest way is just liberationfitness.ca, and there's a, a link on there. Um, it's the main sponsor, and and um, or just email us info at liberationfitness.ca. We can send mention you the, the topics. Show. Yeah, mention the show, yeah. and you get free tickets. Okay, I, you know how I love to give everything out free. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Love yeah. is free. <laughs> What's better in the world? Um, and um, uh, we're just not giving out vibrators, and <laughs> we're not giving out any contractors. I'm giving out vibrators. <laughs> Contractors, yes. <laughs> All right. I don't want to. I didn't really want to read this email, but I will. Hey, Maureen, you're going on about that guy doing a renovation at your place. How come all these home repair people are guys, and they get to play with the women as a bonus? Did I say that? I never said that. I'm just gawking. That's all. 
I'd love a female repair woman to visit my house. Well, I wouldn't. I've had a faucet that hasn't been dripping in years. I'm sure you do, John. Anyway, um, so <laughs> carry on. But, um, you know, it's good to look. And, you know, I, as I was saying to the women at the weekend, you know, and they were some of them laughed. Some of them were surprised at this. And I was saying, you know, fantasy is such an important aspect of, of sexuality and sexual health and your sex life and intimacy and having a great sexual experience. And they, I'm like, you know, fantasize about somebody you know not your partner your husband and they just were like what they were all shocked (laughs) shocked at that anyway um yeah because how else you've been with him for 20 years you might as well think about someone else um so there's lots that can contribute to improving your sex life but there are a lot of medical things that occur that may impact your sex life. And so one of those things that I've talked about is sugar. And sugar is like cigarettes. It's like tobacco. It's like alcohol. It's as addictive as any other substance. And it is so bad for you. And I love it. So it's a big problem for me. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to stay away from it. Or... Um, or that's it. I would have so much inflammation and I would not be able to host this show, <laughs> quite frankly, because I'd be a complete fraud. <laughs> but anyway, Dr. McLeod, can you talk about sugar, the more scientific aspect sugar, of sugar. it? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, sugar is, um, it's interesting, right? The way that this whole mechanism works with diabetes, but essentially what happens, you eat sugar, you gain weight, you need more sugar. Um, And that weight and the sugar in combination will cause some inflammation in your body. When you get inflammation in the body, you start to plug up blood vessels, right? And so we typically think of people with diabetes as being at risk for heart attack and stroke or losing limbs. They are, but they're also at risk of losing eyesight and losing or damaging the blood vessels to smaller organs, so the kidneys, right, or mm-hmm. the penis. Mm-hmm. Um, so smaller you know, organs, the penis. Right, my, right. my friend from Quebec wanted me to say tonight, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> girth is important. <laughs> so I'm going to get all sorts Don't of flack let... <laughs> over that comment now. I can, <laughs> exactly. I can hear it when I drive girth in the driveway. Girth is key. <laughs> but, but it, yeah, I mean, it, so it damages the penis. And you'll often see people with diabetes where they can start to get trouble with erections. So it, it has real consequences. And it can be a sign. Erectile dysfunction can actually be a sign of diabetes, correct? Well, it can be a sign of, of it can be a consequence of diabetes, but it can certainly be a sign of vascular disease, so damage to those blood vessels. Right, exactly. Yeah. And um, I also had another question recently. It was a young guy. And um, that younger than one would think, although those of us in the field of medicine or you know, internal medicine or sexual health understand that a man at any age uh, may experience erectile dysfunction. So she was surprised she met a new guy. She was totally attracted to him physically, and they did a lot of things together. And uh, he was a mountain bike rider, and uh, he had erectile dysfunction. He was unable to maintain his erection. He was able to attain it but he couldn't maintain it. And she was wildly disappointed, of course. She was terribly attracted to him, but found it quite frustrating. And he wouldn't talk about it, wouldn't discuss it. And and do you see that in your practice, where men, younger men or men who don't expect to have ED because they think it's an old guy's disease? I mean, my practice is predominantly um, people are probably a little bit older with, with vascular disease and other medical problems. I mean, I do see some young people, and I will see that. It's just not a big part of my practice, but it, it's common, right? So you, the, the first thing, if you're out there and you're hearing or you think you've got that or you know you've got that as a problem, 
you know, you shouldn't be embarrassed about it. Go and ask for help because sometimes there's very simple things you can do to make it better or you kind of want to know what's causing it in case it's a sign for some other problem going on. Exactly. Right? So, like a good question would be, is there a bend in the penis? Yeah. And in a lot of penises, especially those small ones you mentioned earlier, <laughs> um, but, but a lot of penises, it's not, not uncommon for penises to bend a little bit. But when they bend noticeably, it may be... Um, a sign that there's some scar tissue there. It could Very be Peyronie's yeah. disease. Yeah. It could be something else that could be treated. Yeah. And, and there are things you can do to help with that, right? So, exactly. you know, something as simple in a young guy, maybe his testosterone level is really low. Maybe there's something else going on. Maybe there is some blood vessel disease there. So... Yeah, it's it's very reasonable to get checked out. The other thing you got to think about, sometimes us doctors have caused the problem, right? Because there's medications that can actually make it very difficult to get an erection. Um, and, and what are some of those medications? Well, it, you know, sometimes certain heart medications can do it. Sometimes antidepressants can do it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's things that we commonly use that our patients may not necessarily be aware that that could be a side effect. Right. Um, and, and sometimes a lot of us make the assumption that, you know, wow, this person's in their 80s. They don't need to get an erection. They do. Uh, uh, so untrue, yeah. <laughs> they need to get an erection, absolutely. You know, it's it's really important, and I see that in the men uh, post-prostatectomy. You know, they and, and it's Very the true. intimacy yeah. that they miss, yeah. And, yeah. and it's really like I've had some men, you know, heartbroken in there, just like there's nothing from the waist down, you know, and they, they can barely hold back the tears. You know, it really... It, it's just so devastating for them. But there are treatments for people, and that's why it's important. And, you know, you, you make a good point because depression, again, is, is a huge stigma around depression and mental illness. And, and if you meet somebody new and you've gone out with them a month or two or six, you may not want to tell them that you are on an antidepressant, and you may not realize that that might be the cause of erectile dysfunction. True. Um, yeah. You know, so there's so much that we hide about our health and about our state of mind and, and about who we are. And it's not until we actually show the world exactly who we are by hosting a Sunday night sex show. That's one good way. That's, no, no. <laughs> I actually never talk about me. <laughs> if you notice, <laughs> not really, <laughs> but no, if you really, you know, we have to come to accept ourselves and that's, I think that ties to health. What, as a physician, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think when people are open and honest and, you know, ask questions, they they tend to do better. Um, you know, there's really good data out there that says if you are more informed about your health condition, you will have a better outcome, right? Because you know the questions to ask. You might say, hey, is this the right medication? Well, what about this? I thought this trial showed this. And it doesn't mean you have to go start reading New England Journal, but but get some basic information about your condition. That's right. And Great reason to come to the health fair. Uh, <laughs> certainly is. Well, that's why education is so important. And really, that's all I do is educate people. I talk about it. I was on the plane. I was actually coming back from New England. Speaking of New England Journal, <laughs> I was coming back from New England, and um, I was typing away. I was writing, and I had deadlines, and I had internet problems, and my my website hadn't been hacked, and worse than that, my hair was hacked. But anyway, um, I these women were sitting next to me, and they, they noticed that I was typing, and, and she said, you know, what were you doing? She said, um, I'm, she said she was a nurse, and she wanted to retire, but she still wanted to continue working. And so she was sort of interested in what I was doing, never realizing I was a nurse. And I said, oh, I'm a nurse as well. I said, you know, I was blogging. And, and she said, what's blogging? I told her what I did and, and, and the business. And, and then I started talking about some of the issues that I deal with, like urinary incontinence, vaginal dryness, the whole thing. And, and they were laughing. And, of course, they had the problems, and, and they were kind of being shy about it. And then I said, oh, never mind. I said, half the plane has these problems. You know, they, no, they'll 
be glad to be overhearing this conversation. Um, but it's such a, there's so much stigma associated with it, and we're so afraid. But I said to her, you just pick an organ that needs help. You know, some, she was an emergency room nurse that needs education around it, and you make a business out of that. And I said, stay away from the penis. I've cornered the market on that one, and the vagina, <laughs> that's mine too. But, you know, anything else, well, the brain, that's mine too, and the heart. No, but anyway, I said, just pick something really because the public really needs health education, health prevention knowledge, right? Or yeah, we, health we just, promotion. We, not- we, we don't do a good enough job at, at public education, right? And it's, it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the form we're doing, all the docs are volunteering their time. This is a nonprofit thing. It's, it's something that we should be doing in the community to better educate patients. And when you educate a group of patients, which I, I've done that in the past as well, I've held, um, if, you know, I've seen eight patients at a time. I give them an, an education session and then do all the diagnostic testing one after another as they're filling out forms. But you actually effect so much more change and get yeah. so much more information yeah, out that sure. way. Yeah. So some of the other subjects that you're talking about are, we've touched on the bone. I did want to ask you about uh, vitamin D and calcium in terms of bone health. And, and bone health for men, too. And testosterone. I have so many questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> the normal testosterone level is one. Well, you know, it's hard with, with hormones, right? Because we all have such a, as humans, we have a wide distribution of what's normal. So it's a really big bell curve. So you don't know, like, you know, let's say the normal range is 10 to 30. I'm making up numbers here. You don't know if you're supposed to be 30. Right. You don't know if you're supposed to be 10, somewhere in between. Maybe you're an outlier. So it's hard for us docs to really know where you are supposed to be and then if you should need some form of replacement or so something like that. So it's sort of like symptom that. management so and whatever medical condition It is, right. And, and anytime we start messing around with, with hormones, we, we can cause some grief too. And so. I want to ask you about testosterone supplements when we come back. The, the natural ones that aren't regulated and the actual medication. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I'm Maureen McGrath, and I have a million questions for the doctor who's here in the studio with me. Dr. Kevin McLeod joins me. He's having a public health forum over at the Pinnacle Hotel on, in North Vancouver on October 31st. You should go. I'm going to be there. I'd love to meet you. Um, I'm not going to speak or anything. I'm actually going to listen and learn, and I'm learning so much tonight. Um, since it's International Menopause Day, and since you are a doctor, I should ask you about, well, let's, let's go with uh, the calcium and the vitamin D for osteoporosis for women. Uh, so osteoporosis, so uh, vitamin D for sure, you know, guidelines state we should be on vitamin D. Um, certainly postmenopausal women should be on vitamin D. How many international um, units? You know, it's kind of debatable. The guidelines say about 1,000 international units a day. A day. Okay. Some people say two, so somewhere between 1,000 and 2,000. The calcium's a little bit more controversial. You know, if you've got a very healthy diet, some calcium supplementation's okay. The guidelines will say 1,500 milligrams. I'm mm-hmm. not sure you have to do that much. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got a good healthy diet, maybe 500 milligrams, yeah. but the, the vitamin D's the big thing. And, and then regular like exercise, Regular right? exercise. Oh, yeah. Exercise, exercise. Do nothing else except for exercise and you'll be very healthy. Um, You know, I saw a survey in the paper and it said that Vancouver was the least happiest city of all the Canadian cities. We were like like the lowest. And then it said, fill out the little question below, are you happy? Are you unhappy? Of course, I filled out happy. And then it says view results. And it was like 40% of the people were happy and, you know, 50, 60% of them were unhappy. And so my question, which is a shame, but my question is um, vitamin D. A lot of people get affected by situational affective disorder. And in addition to exercise, 30 minutes of exercise every day is as good as, is as, good as a, uh, an antidepressant for mild to moderate depression. How about vitamin D? Does that help? 
you know, vitamin D may help a little bit, to be quite honest. I mean, I'm, I'm not totally certain of the evidence for that part mm-hmm, of it, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to misspeak. But, you know, the exercise for sure for depression can Every help. day. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Unless you're maybe depleted and really seriously in need of medication. Yeah, and yeah. then um, it's quite important. Estrogen. Let's talk about estrogen since it's International Menopause, Days, Menopause Day. So many women are afraid to take estrogen. They, are, they, they say, because estrogen is bad. I shouldn't take yeah. it. You know, I've been prescribed low-dose localized estrogen for my vaginal atrophy, which is decreased estrogen receptors in the urogenital tract, and it leads to painful sex, and they haven't had sex with their partners or husbands for a year, two years, three years. It's ruining their relationships, and they're afraid to take the estrogen, so they're, they've got the prescription at home, and they won't take it. Uh, I've been taking estrogen for years. Good no. for you. <laughs> um, now you have a small yeah, crooked penis. Right. And you're I have a small crooked penis, so and I've been taking estrogen. So <laughs> I'm going to get all sorts of uh, flack for this on, on Monday at work. You might as well, yeah. You, you know, estrogen, the, you, the big thing, you got to think about the orders of magnitude for the risk, right? So if you take a 1,000 women and put them on estrogen because they have perimenopausal symptoms, probably 900 of those women are going to have improvement in their hot flashes, their mm-hmm. vaginal dryness. So you're benefiting 900 plus people out of 1,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may cause one stroke. You may actually, you know, cause a couple of breast cancers there. And I'm not trying to is minimize that. Is it exclusively that. the estrogen or is it is it the person who's going to get the stroke is the person that's overweight and doesn't exercise, well, leads exactly. a sedentary There's lifestyle, so many doesn't other have factors there, right? So you're, you're, you know, you're talking about a handful of people where there may be some downside. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of doctors have said, oh my gosh, we can't possibly do that. But they forget the benefit side, right? And it's, it's a big deal. If you've got vaginal dryness and you can't have sex with your partner, well, there's a bunch of stress, mm-hmm. which may actually contribute to heart attack risk, right? So I think, again, as Not as to mention a health, a divorce. Well, for Cheating people, is huge. People well, you, don't realize that. So you've that. got to be a good, informed healthcare consumer mm-hmm. and look at the benefit and look at the risk and then make your own decision. Exactly. Right? Dr. McLeod, we're running out of time. You've been a fantastic guest. You've answered a lot of my questions. I still have lots more, so I'll be the one raising my hand at the public Thanks forum for on October and, 31. Yeah. And the, the website for folks to get those tickets uh, for Liberationfitness.ca. So we're going to give out tickets to the first 20 people that email us, let's say. And, and if not... Buy the tickets online, and if, if you can't afford the ticket, it's 15 bucks. Like It's a, a nonprofit fundraiser. Just show up. We'll let you in anyways because we really want people to come and learn. And because it's really important. Health education is key. So thank you so much. Uh, when I come back, I'm going to wrap this baby up. I'm going to give you a couple of my new ultimate sex tips. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Well, I hope you feel like it. Anyway, it's uh, always a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you so much um, for listening. And if you haven't listened tonight, you can always listen on the podcast. Just go to CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. It's right there. Um, great to have the doctor in. As you see, I have lots of questions, and uh, you will too. So anytime you get access to a doctor, I think, is a great opportunity. So I hope to see you over there at the Pinnacle Hotel in North Vancouver. Don't forget, it's International Menopause Day, and you can get $10 off those tickets if you... Put in the promo code HOT. That's an easy one to remember because you're either hot or you're hot. You're hot or you're not. Um, and just go to eventbrite.ca slash hotflash in the city. So yesterday I came up with a couple. Every week I've been giving you uh, some new sex tips for you to try out. So I expect you to try them out. Feel free to email me if you've tried them out or someone has tried them out on you. 
Uh, but yesterday, this is on film, but I haven't actually released it yet. <laughs> so you're going to be the lucky recipients of hearing this on the air. A couple of new sex tips that just came to my mind because I have a wild imagination, and I hope you do too. Um, but I was dressed, giving my talk yesterday, and I had this particular bracelet on. And uh, it looks like any fabulous bracelet that you would see anywhere, but it's pretty strong. It's made of leather, and it has some rhinestones in it, and it's probably wrapped around my, um, it's probably what? Women don't know length. Uh, Mike, how long do you think this is? Three feet long? <laughs> this this, uh, uh, three feet long, this tie, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so you know what you can do with that, ladies. So just get yourselves, I think these are going to be like new Christmas presents. Get yourself one of this one of these bracelets, and um, and also the, there's a new purpose for the chain belt. I had a chain belt on my tunic dress as well, so you can imagine what I did with that. So you got a chain. <laughs> All you need is a whip, my friend. Um, so just you know what, shake it up a little bit, make it a little bit different. I, I meant to address how to um, meet some new people yesterday. I was talking about that, and it's just you know you meet new people when you least expect it. You can be lying there on the couch, bad back, overweight, not feeling great, and ping, all of a sudden, somebody, (laughs) there's a message in your inbox. Um, So, you know, don't give up. Always be your best. Look your best. best. Be positive. Be happy. Be grateful. Uh, It's so important. Smile, because it's so much better to run into somebody when they're smiling. And uh, also... Uh, do come to my educational event, My Little Threesome, out in Coquitlam, West Vancouver, and Vancouver, November 17th, 18th, and 19th. Love to see you there. All sorts of questions about estrogen and about exercise and about bioidentical hormones and about how to look your best and feel your best and what to do about those aches and pains and that bad mood during this transitional time at life, which can begin at age 37 for some women. So, That's very important. Next week on the program, as I said, Eddie Baller joins me. He's a men's dating coach, and he is going to choose three lucky guys. I like that number three. Three three lucky guys. Um, I'll just take two. No. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Um, But anyway, he's going to join me, so you can be the lucky recipient of that. Uh, Also, I want to thank Mike Given, who has been the fantastic technical producer of this show tonight, as he is every Sunday night, and he always does a bang-up job, and uh, tonight was no different, and he's fantastic on the music. He chooses things that I just think are absolutely perfect. So um, anyway... Love a little better, if you will, and uh, get back to the bedroom. I'm Maureen McGrath, and you have been listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show.